where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you. We thank God. We thank the Lord for the weather that we're having today. I tell you what, uh, please don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. I'm telling you, it might seem like it's... uh, Summertime, springtime, or whatever. And old folks used to say that's flu weather. <laughs> and uh, since it's flu weather, then I'll say this. Don't get used to it. Please, don't you dare get used to this weather and believe that it is here to stay. It's going to be cold again. I know you're enjoying it now. Amen. Like so many of us. Uh, this time last week, we was, wow, it was really chilly. But we think that here we are another week. And I was telling uh, someone, I was saying, you know what? If we don't believe in a, a God, if we don't say that is a God, we can look at the weather. Do you hear what I'm saying? Just the weather. I had a friend of mine, he's a truck driver. And he's in Ohio, in Iowa, and uh, he was telling me about it was zero degrees, ice was everywhere, and it was snowing. And, and here I say, man, we, we in 75 degrees weather, and, and they talk about it's not no global warning, and I ain't getting into that, all that. But I tell you what, we better take heed. The weather itself would automatically let you know that there is a God. There is a God for all the stuff that we are seeing going on. We thank God. I tell you what, uh, we done got out of the Super Bowl uh, era. We done got out of the the all these uh, the ho- holidays, and we're getting ready for the holy days. Amen. Uh, we thank God for that. Thank God for uh, Dr. Brunswick. In the metro area, to those of you who want to participate in them, I assure you he'll be, matter of fact, on the third week of next, of this month, I'm sorry, he will, I will have him back on as a guest for a particular reason, and that we will uh, talk about those some of those things then. Uh, I'm about us getting truth and going forth in the Lord as well as I'm trying to do it myself. Amen. I'm trying to do that which I believe the Lord would have me to be and to do. Uh, Let me say a word of prayer, and we're going to get started on uh, what God has put on my heart. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you. God, I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak a word in your behalf 
ask you to forgive me for all sins and transgression, omission, and commission sins, God, that we have brought before you, but we ask you to for forgiveness that we would go forth and be the vessel that you have chose us to be, that we might be a blessing to those that's walking in darkness. And, Father, that they'll come to the knowledge of the marvelous light. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I, I, I tell you what uh, really brought forth the, what I wanted to speak about today is uh, when we look at the situation, man, we got so much wisdom, so much, so many technology have been created, amen, that I'm telling you that peoples are really, really uh, advancing, and I've heard people say it, it, it ain't no such scriptures, it is, okay, I overlooked it. In the last day, men's going to get weaker and wiser, and they're going to get weaker in this, but they're going to get wiser. No, the scripture does talk about knowledge shall increase. We do understand that. Amen. And we, we, we think about how these things. But you know, it's sad that we're getting away from the basic adding, subtracting, and English uh, words. I, you say, Brother Well, you're a fine person to talk about getting away from me. I'm trying. I'm really trying to do better. I'm really trying to learn my, the correct English word uh, because we sometimes took the, taking these things for granted. I went to a store and the girl, I think it was $3.24. And instead of me giving her, uh, and she, some reason or another, the cash register, one putting in uh, the amount of money that I was supposed to get. So I gave her a $5 bill and, uh, uh, she, and, and 25 cents. First, she gave me uh, $8, I believe, $8 and something back. And I said, no, ma'am, I gave you a five. And she said, oh, thank you, thank you. And then she stood up there with a blank face and says, but it was $3.24. I said, yes, ma'am. That's why I gave you a quarter. She said, oh. Then she did again, and she gave me, I, I, I want to say, $4.50 or something. And, and this was in a restaurant, a little fast food restaurant. And I said, no, ma'am. I said, you told me it was $3.24. Am I right? So I gave you the quarter to take the 24 cent from the quarter, which I get a penny back. And then I say, then you can get that. I'll make it $3. And then you can give me $2 back and that'll be all you owe me. She said, oh, thank you so much. I don't know where my brain is at today. And I thought, this is the second time recently that it done happened. These people have a job running a cash register, but even in the cash register uh, business, they don't seek and they pass a basic adding and subtracting test. I just believe they, they, they don't give them one, and I could be very wrong, but I'm thinking about if they gave them one, then shouldn't that come up some way, somehow, the adding and subtracting, uh, how you do this. And I just throw her off target only because I gave her 25 cents. And then I began to look and hold up. I can't leave myself out. Somebody asked me for a particular number, and it was a relative number. And I couldn't tell them the number. And, and oh, I talked to them at least once a month or twice a month. But I couldn't tell them the number. And then I thought about before cell phones was popular. Back in the 80s, if you had to ask me for a number, I could very easily rattle off about 20 numbers that I knew by heart 
because I talk to them at least once or uh, uh, twice a month, and they was a regular callers. So what have happened is that, yes, we got more knowledge. We got more things doing more things. And it was a movie called The Gods Must Be Crazy. And everything in their life, if you ever want to see a good movie with your family, I'm not promoting it because they ain't helping me on the broadcast or nothing, but it's a good movie to look those of you that want to have family time with your children and all. It is no profanity, no nothing, but it called The God Must Be Crazy, part one, and it's The Little G Gods, part two. And I thought that was done. I watched it with my children, and I watched it by myself, and I watched it with my deceased wife, and it was a good movie to me. It was only about a Coca-Cola bottle, and so you don't have to worry about all this profanity and song, everything. But nevertheless, what I'm saying, I could very easy say numbers, telephone numbers. Now, because we got telephone numbers in our cell phone, 100, uh, maybe 200, uh, whatever, ever how many you got, you got them all in the cell phone. So if somebody say, could I have so-and-so number, you got to look in the telephone. If you don't look in the telephone, you're not able to give them uh, the number. Now, you say, well, what that got to do with the word of God? I believe that it's trickling down. These, the thing, the lack of the learn the math, the lack of the learn the telephone numbers and remembrance, we also have got like that with our Bible. Because we can say, Google, what about this uh, Siri? I'm sorry, whatever, however they do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I, I'm not, I'm a babe, okay, when it comes to computerizing stuff. But you can go to your computerized uh, uh, phone and says Siri or whatever. What is this? Now they even got it to play music and everything, so I'm understanding. I saw my little nephew, I believe it was. He says, oh, I can get that played. I can tell Siri, Siri, or uh, however. Uh, I, uh, I see Brother Casey, he was very well and on this way back. Uh, I do know that. So uh, maybe I'm saying the wrong name, and if I am, I pray that he correct me in that. But what I'm saying is they can ask anything. But see, here's the problem. When you ask anything, you don't have it in your heart. You don't meditate on the Word of God. And when you are not medicating on the word of God, then you have a tendency of not quoting and not really learning. David declared in the book of Psalms, I hid the word of God in my heart that I might not sin against God. And a lot of things we are doing, we are doing because we heard somebody say something and we are not really not really uh, accepted for ourselves. We are not reading the word of God. And we are not studying the word. Lord, what would you have me to do? Lord, what would you have me to say today? How is it that I want to be able to live according to what you want, not what the peoples around you want? See, the peoples around you have you going this way and that way, have you doing that and this, and you still will not be in line of the word of God. And it's, it's not that way because you heard, as I came on the air, when I came on the air, I quoted a saying, the people, peoples get wicker and wiser as the days draw near. And we done heard it so much, we truly, truly believe that. And you ask them to give you the scripture, and they'll say, well, it's in there somewhere. But here's the problem. The reason we say it's in there somewhere, it sounded good. It sounded just like we say, I saw the man, and he was closed in his right mind. And we took that, and we, we began to quote that, and all they even got songs about that. 
And it's sad that we can't come back and say, but I read in the word of God in so-and-so-and-so-and-so scripture that the Bible would say this. Now, they took that little scripture that I just quoted uh, out of context as it was in, uh, in the gospel. In the gospel, it was saying that uh, the next day after Jesus had the man who was cutting himself was in the tombs and all of a sudden he was naked and they put chains on him and cut feathers and couldn't bind him. Then all of a sudden the Bible said that uh, after Christ cast out the demon, the next day they saw the man clothes. He had clothes on. He was no longer naked, believers, and he was in his right mind. So what you're saying, brother, well, I'm saying, see, the enemy get us that way. He got Eve, and because he got Eve that way, he get us the same way. We catch hold to things that's not scriptural. We catch hold to ideals, and it pulls us away from the, the direction that God would have us because we are focusing on the ideals and the direction that we heard and we really, it is not the word of God. Then we feel like, oh, God, I, 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 you let me down. Oh, God, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. And, and really what he wanted you to do was delight yourself in him. And he will give you the desires of your heart. The scripture declared that uh, let, uh, 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 says in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians, the first chapter, and it was talking about that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the glory, give unto you the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of him. We don't get a revelation of him. We don't get the revelation of knowledge of him. We get the revelation of people. And when we get the revelation of people and we think that that's what we need, and that's what we are going to uh, focus on. We have a tendency of losing ground. Why? Because we have not learned the word of God. We only learned what the people said. We only learned what the preacher said. And when you're learning what the preacher said, he gives you something that it sounds good, and it'd be difficult to sound with something else. I believe the scripture says... Um, in the Bible as well, uh, in the book of uh, Proverbs, it says, uh, Fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fool despise wisdom and instruction. We don't want wisdom and instruction. We don't want knowledge in this day from the Lord. We don't want to obtain this. And because we don't want to obtain knowledge, then we get going off on our way. And when we go off on our way, then we want God to intervene. And if you want God to intervene, then we find ourselves doing this and doing that. And when we find this, uh, doing this and doing that, then we find ourselves going contrary to the word of God. I'm sorry. We got to do what the scripture says. It's so many stuff. I hear it so much. And you can ask the people, well, where is that? At? I don't know, Brother Webb, but I know it's in there. Why? Because they heard somebody say it. And usually it's a, a, a person that was supposed to have been knowledgeable in the Scripture. And because they're supposed to have been knowledgeable in the Scripture, then they in turn uh, said this or that. And, and it sounded good to the people. It's how many people, man, we got so many folks messed up now because of the fact that we reject the knowledge of God. You know, in the book of Hosea, I know you're familiar with it, but I want to read it uh, to bring back to your memory. He says this, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because he, uh, because thou has rejected knowledge. Wait a minute, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going I'm to finish reading it. But wait a minute. We are stopping from knowledge. We don't want knowledge. You know why we don't want knowledge? Because knowledge will make you train, uh, change. 
Knowledge will make you do something and be something that you normally wasn't aware of it. You normally wasn't aware. See, if if the speed limit sign is 55 and I'm running 75 and thinking that the speed limit is 70 and I figure they'll give me a few minutes and in the process, uh, give a few, I'm sorry, a few miles per hour over. In the process, then I'm doing that. Guess what? Then uh, the police pulled me over and said, well, wait a minute, you was running 55. Yeah, uh, uh, you, uh, uh, how fast were you running? Oh, I was running 75. Why were you running 75? Because I thought the speed limit is 70, and you mean to tell me you're going to stop me for five miles over? Why? He said, no, the speed limit was 55 miles per hour. You didn't notice that sign back there? You passed the sign maybe a half a mile down the road, and in the process of them passing the sign a half a mile down the road, they didn't look at the sign. They was going on the floor of the traffic, and they figured since this person passed me and I was running 55 and 60 now, I'm finna speed up and running 75, and maybe it done changed into another zone. What you're saying, Brother Will, God have given us a direction. God have given us a way. God have laid it out. We don't have to listen to this preacher. The Bible teaches us in First Epistle of John, it says, you need no man teach you, but he, the Holy Spirit, will lead and guide you into all truth. What that's saying, uh, Brother Ware, that's saying when the Lord, uh, when you hear someone teaching the word, yeah, you heard a man or woman saying something about God, but now you got to put it to Scripture. If you're not able to put it to Scripture, then you can say, well, they're going off on their own. But see, if you're able to put it to Scripture, now you don't you you didn't need him to teach you or she uh, whoever. You didn't need that. You had the word of God. And the word of God opened up your understanding and you began to see that that was the way that God would have it. So the scripture said, my people are destroyed. Guess what? We are being destroyed. Look around us. We got more churches than ever before. We got more broadcasts. Yes, I'm talking about broadcasts and I'm on the radio Yes, but we got more broadcasts, people talking about Jesus, talking about he's a deliverer, he's a healer, he's a, a blesser, and we live in worse uh, than having Christ than the people, people that ain't even confessing and knowing. And the reason we are not uh, doing any better because we're going on what somebody said and still are going on what we know and how we have obtained the knowledge of God, and putting the knowledge of God within us. And after putting the knowledge of God within us, then we are seeing the salvation of God uh, being manifested. And that's what we need to do. We need to have the salvation of God being manifested in our life, not because we think we know so much, not because we think we better than anybody else. No, ma'am, no, sir. We need to uh, have the knowledge of God for our sake. Yes, for our sake, because I want to do things to please God, not in order that I can do this and do that. But if I can please God, believers, if you can say that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're walking in the, in the footprints that he have laid before you, a good man, you're walking in the paths of righteousness it's not about who doing what. We can always find somebody doing worse than us. We can always find somebody uh, uh, doing this or doing that. That, that, that. That's not an issue. I can find somebody every day living a worse life than what I'm living. And I can feel good about myself, about my mess. But it ain't about my mess. It's about what my what I have committed Unto God. God ain't going to ask you about James Ware. He's going to ask you about you. And if he asks you about you, and he's going to ask you about the deeds done and the knowledge that he tried to give you and the knowledge that he wanted to take you and the, uh, and the direction he wanted to work or work in your life, and you know that you didn't have scripture on it, but because people said it, then you feel good about doing it. 
It ain't going to matter, believers. It's not going to matter when we stand before God. Sometimes God allows us not to prosper because he see your heart and he see that you're doing something, but what you're doing is not necessarily the right thing. So he said, well, if I have to let them prosper in it, then guess what? Then they'll go keep on in the wrong direction. But if I don't allow them to prosper in it, then, hey, maybe they will have an uh, uh, inventory of their life and say, you know what? Here's the problem. I'm not really obeying God. It's all about obeying God. Now, listen, it ain't easy. You say, what you mean it ain't easy, Brother Well, It ain't easy simply because of the fact that I myself walk contrary, but yet trying to do the will of God. And because of the fact that you walk contrary trying to do the will of God, then you find yourself uh, struggling and wondering, God, where are you? What happened? Why this ain't happening? Why that ain't happening? And I'm telling you, some of you I know are in that condition. Some of you are in that condition because you won't let God have his way in your life. If you just erase your direction— and if you erase all your direction and say, okay, God, I want you to speak to me. I'm open. I want you to give me a vision. I want you to give me a dream. I want you to do whatever it takes for me to be obedient to your word. Because, see, if he gives you some, trust me, believers, you can go to the Bible and find it. You say, oh, wait a minute, Brother Well, How can I do that? Well, and when I come back, we are going to tell you how you can do that. I promise you, you'll be able to prove that which God would have you to do. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. We're really standing in the need to hear from some of you. Amen. We want to stand, I believe you to stand with us. We thank God for the few we got standing with us, but we are believing God for more. Amen. Only those, we're not begging, only those that God has put us in your spirit and in your heart. Amen. That's what it's about. I, I thank God for the, the, the things that we went through with, that we're going through with, and that we have learning that God is truly, listen to me, believers, the Lord really, truly will take care of you in spite of you. Yeah, yeah, in spite of you. See, because, see, I can look at you, me, meaning you, me. You say, wait a minute, how you doing? How you saying that, brother? I can look at me being in the way for allowing God to give me a freedom of spirit a freedom of learning, a freedom of being meditating, a freedom of being in the will and the plan of God and watching God do things and change my direction, not because I'm so good, no, 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 but God saw my heart. And see, when he see your heart, 
He will begin to open up doors and things that you can't even imagine. Uh, mother told me that day, she said, Brother Webb, would you, uh, if I had to talk to you four years ago, would you would believe that God would have you way? I said, Mother, I have no idea. I promise you. I thank God that people that he have put in my life, the positive, the negative, I thank God for that. But uh, for those of you that have questions, I'm finna get back into my teaching. Uh, as she said in the uh, remarks, uh, you can f- feel free to call us at 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. Or uh, international callers can reach us by dialing one 923 Six Otis one eight six six nine two three two eight six zero. Listen, as we were saying before we went to break, see a lot of things that God lead. Say we say God leading us is really not God leading us, believers. So therefore, we struggle. We have mishap. We have confusion. We begin to be restless. Amen. I have so many restless nights over situations and over this and over that. And you say, not me. When I hit the bed, I fall to sleep. Well, you was the blessed one. But some of you wasn't blessed that much. And because you wasn't blessed that much, God will wake you up and you would strain to go to sleep. You was wondering. You said, well, maybe I need to pray. So you get on your knees and you pray. And then you get back in the bed and you still don't go to sleep. It's because of the fact that you belongs to him. And that's what people's got to understand. If you belongs to somebody or somebody is in your life, uh, let me see how I can fix this so nobody won't be offended. If uh, uh, a person back in the day when an individual bought a slave and and from what we going by what we read, that man loved it that uh, he loved it that uh, man uh, or he feared. That's the word I'm looking for. He feared the man. So he did what that man asked him to do regardless of of how he loved him, I didn't like him. He he feared him, and he owned him. So therefore, think about the Lord. The Lord have given you the breath in your body. He have given you the mind. You could have been like uh, a, a mentally challenged person, and but God loved you so much to He kept you in your right mind. He kept you in a mind to study the Word of God. To take the word of God. So if you are about to do an agenda for the Lord, why don't you get the scriptures padded down in order that you might go and not be running on your own. And then you get there and you get disappointed. And when you get disappointed, you'll say, well, okay, God, Lord, I don't know why you let me down. He let you down because you didn't even ask him first. You got a thought in your mind. Uh, you say, well, Brother Well, I'm telling you because I've been there. You get a thought in your mind and you run with it. Yes, we can find scripture about anything, but can it be justified line upon line, precept upon precept, and allow the Holy Spirit to begin to open up the doors for you, or you trying to open them up yourself? Are you trying to do this? Are you trying to do that? Believers, let me tell you something. The scripture said, let's come going back to the scripture, say, my peoples are destroyed. It, it, he ain't talking about the sinners. He ain't talking about the people. Listen, when a sinner get in there, he or she mind, if she want to play sports, they get that and they begin to practice. They begin to do things. Man, I remember my brother that's under me. He wanted to play basketball. The boy played uh, played with that ball all the time. He slept with it, looked like. He ate with the ball. And in the midst of it, he would go outdoors, and it's cold, and I'm trying to talk to little girls on the phone, and he up there, because we just got the phone in at the time, had the little party line. We just got the phone in. 
That boy would go out there with his uh, socks. We didn't couldn't afford gloves. He put socks on to go and shoot ball because his 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 direction was he wanted to be a sports player. Well, I'll be back on this. I'm 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 in I'm in uh, Hosea the sixth chapter. I'm sorry, uh, Hosea the fourth chapter, the sixth verse, and uh, we got a phone call. God bless you. You're on the air. Bless you, Pastor Ware. Thank you so much for taking my call. God bless you, don't, Minister Kaysen. Don't want to hold you. Just want to say I thank God for you. Thank God for your stance and, and how you walk the walk. You don't only just teach the Word, but you live it. Amen. Sometimes, thank you. Sometimes you may not see too many people looking or get too many people calling in. But just right. know that all your work is not in vain. And people are out here listening, and people are taking notes. Amen. And one thing for sure is that every word that you've spoken that gone out over the airways, and people have heard, God has made them accountable for everything that they have heard, so it would be no excuses. That's right. So I just want to just call you and say, Pastor Ware, I appreciate you for all you've taught me and how you mentored me and growth me over these years. I'm always listening, whether you see me or not. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that you have been a part of my life and the life of my family. Well, um, we I, thank I, the I, Lord I for you. to pray for you and just say, hey, continue to do what God has called you to do, no matter what nobody thinks or nobody else says, because you've got the answer for you. That's right. Let me ask you one question. Yes, Did I say that right? Is it Siri or Siri? Yes, sir. There are actually two. Siri is the automated lady uh, that's with... Uh, the iPhone or Apple product. Okay. And I think uh, Alexa, Alexa or something like that, she's with the Android. Oh, okay. All and right. Google, Google is with Google. So there are actually three. Oh, three, okay. Three different. One is for <laughs> Apple, one is for Google, and the other one is for Android. Oh, thank you so much. I needed the, that. Last thing, Pastor Ware, please, please um, have uh, – uh, Evangelist or somebody, uh, help you out with Cash App. Get you a Cash App because the wife and I, well, we've been wanting to bless you, to be a blessing to the broadcast and to your ministry, but we can't um, because there's no way to fund it. Oh, we have uh, we have uh, on our website uh, PayPal. Okay, hear what I'm saying. Cash okay. App is free. You can download this app to your phone. Okay. And if I I can send you money straight to your phone, so when your grandbaby somebody asks them about Cash App, all right, and it's free. I will do that when I get off the air. Yes, sir. And as soon as you get your handle, send it to me. That way, the wife and I can be a blessing to you. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yes. All right. God bless you. All right. Now you all got the question. uh, Them people that you call on the cell phone, and they can give you all the answers. So they can give you answer. Uh, they can tell you where it's at in the Scripture. Whatever you ask them about the Scripture, you know, it can give you the Scripture, uh, but that's not obtaining it. It's altogether different when you search for it. When I search the Scripture and I look and I read it and I read it and plan it, and in my hearts and in my mind, then that scripture will be a blessing to me. It ain't going to be a blessing to you just say, uh, Siri, Apple, uh, uh, you know what he just said, amen. Call one of them. That's not going to help the situation. Yeah, you might find your scripture, but you just know knowledge, and knowledge will fade away if it didn't come from God. You say, but the scripture came from God. Man, we use the scripture for anything now. All scriptures is given, right? We know that all scripture is given. But if you're using it the wrong way, you can, uh, my pastor used to say, I can take an ear corn, and I know you children, young folks don't understand it, but feeding chickens, you can take an ear corn and you can um, shuck, uh, shell that ear corn and they'll follow you right into the pen to to get caught, to get fried for dinner. But you take that same ear of corn and you hit them with it, then guess what? 
them chickens going to fly and go every which way but the way you want them to go. So this is what I'm trying to get you to see. Get in your Bible. Seek the word of God. Seek the righteousness of the scriptures for your life. Yeah, I can. Man, listen. Do you know that I got scriptures that if I want to prove that uh, uh, these folks running around here say they chief apostle, I can prove from the scripture that that's not true. These sisters that run around here saying they pastors, I can prove that that's not true. These uh, brothers that's running around here saying that they are, are, are bishops and they still drinking wine and doing that, I can prove that that's not true. Okay? I can prove these things, but what's the purpose when that's not going to change their heart? No way, even if I show them. Let's get back to what I was saying because I, I, I hadn't got back to the part that I wanted to get back. Say, my peoples are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou has rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee. Now, you know what? Let me tell you how God is going to reject us. When we stand before God, he said, I was hungry, and you weren't willing to feed me. Handing somebody a dollar on the street ain't feeding the, uh, the Lord. Not necessarily. It could be, but not necessarily. Most of those people are, uh, are bound by some type of uh, drugs or alcohol spirits, and you need to feed them, pick them up, feed them, and give them a lunch. They wouldn't even get in the car with you. They wouldn't even, they, it's a, it become a hustle. But what I'm saying, when we stand before God, the Lord going to say, I was hungry, but you didn't feed me. I was thirsty, you didn't give me the drink. I was in prison, you weren't concerned about me. Well, that person hadn't did what they would have did. It wouldn't be in the, no, it's the mercy and the goodness of God that you ain't there. Because I can say that for me. It's the mercy and the good. I deserve to be there for the things that I did. But God mercy, God goodness, God loving me kept me away from there. Now listen to me. When we are not having compassion for your brother, when we are not having compassion for your fellow man, now I'm not talking about saying just do something to make yourself feel good. See, we can also do that. We can do things to make ourselves feel justified. Oh, you know, like we feed the hungry during uh, Thanksgiving, uh, during Christmas, during uh, uh, ML King Day, uh, uh, during uh, uh, whatever day. We feed the hungry and we feel like, oh, we did a good deed. Now, all the year, if you didn't eat but at one time, wonder where you would be at. I, I don't even think you would be around. So you doing something, you going up under the bridge, passing out sandwich, and say, well, I'm going to get these folks sandwich, and you haven't even dealt with this situation. Why not go under the bridge? I'm just saying, if you're doing it, if God told you to do it, then keep doing it. But we are not talking about that. We are talking about people doing things to feel justified within themselves. When you go there, why not say, you know what, I want uh, three peoples or five peoples to help me rake leaves, and I want to be a blessing to it. And, and, and man, you'll be surprised how that, that thing will change and turn around. You might not have a leaf uh, to be rook or whatever. It's because of the fact you say, but I'm only a, a sister, and I wouldn't dare do that. Well, there's some ladies around that asking for money. Why don't you say, well, sister, I need you to come to, I, I'm going to uh, have you to do something for me. What? Uh, yes, uh, it's going to, uh, just a little work, uh, if, if you would, and I'll be more than happy to give you something to eat, and uh, they're not going to do that. So guess what? We ain't talking about that. And here in Atlanta, in the metro area, you got a lot of people's making uh money doing that. That's their job. So I don't think, I don't know, I, I can't say what God uh, said, I, but I, I believe it's deeper than just getting a person a dollar or two. I believe it's more into ministering to those people, really ministering to them and how to help them to get out of their situation. I believe that it needed, you say, well, Brother Ware, you doing that and you doing that, I'm doing whatever God telling me to do. I'm saying to those of you 
that God is telling you to feed the hungry, then why are you just going to give people food without at least, now we have a place uh, in Carolina that you can get a meal, but before you get a meal, you have to listen to a sermon. You say, well, a lot of people come at least just to hear the word uh, uh, in order to get something to eat. Well, guess what? If that person's sitting up there and hearing the word, uh, uh, at least something might be said that may convict them, and they might tell you the real truth why they're doing what they're doing. But because God is going to reject a lot of people, that doesn't mean that everybody is going uh, to be with the Lord in the kingdom of God when they uh, pass from this life, not because of the fact that they think they're doing such a good job in doing this, no, ma'am, no, sir, uh, because you go in the church every week and uh, you're giving your 10% and you're doing this and you're doing that. All that is good, but it's more to it. It's got to have a pure heart, a heart that's willing to obey God, not just in one area, but in spirit and in truth. I can say things and do things that will make it seems right and make it look right. But is it right in the size of the Lord? That's why I say you reject my knowledge. You're not concerned about the scripture. You're concerned about the blessing thing. Matter of fact, they done uh, got books with all the blessings. You know, so we read the books with all the blessing and believe that, oh, God done promised me this, God. And then we got this thing that I'm going to take back what the devil told, stole from me. Well, guess what? The devil took, uh, the devil took, a sound mind from me that he had me thinking I needed to have a drink. I needed to do drugs. I needed to do that. You say, I want that back. You think I want that back? No, let that devil keep that stuff. But we talking about, I'm going to take back what the devil done took from me. And uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, no ma'am, no sir. I'm thanking God that the Lord have blessed me with a sound mind to want to serve him and spirit and in truth. We're living in the last of the last days, believers. The devil is throwing everything he can, including the kitchen sink. Amen. And because he's throwing everything at you, he is trying to stop you. That's why sisters was running to and forth that way. God didn't obey Man, a uh, man, what, how do I don't want to misquote them, but they said, oh, man couldn't obey God, so God started calling the women. That's a poor excuse, sister. That's not scriptural. That's not right. God can use who he will, even if you have to use the rocks to cry out. So don't do that. Just say this is something you want to do. This is something that's in you to do it. Maybe some of you is doing it because you got angry. A lot of churches have been established because they got angry. They decided that I'm through with man, this particular man. I'm going to do it my way. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're doing it their way in the name of the Lord. And then it goes on to say, God said, he's going to reject thee. And thou shall be no more praise to me. In other words, those uh, that God called, some God really chose to call. And after he called them, they did for a little while, they did good, and all of a sudden they began to uh, wing this way and go to the left and go to the right. You say, ah, oh, brother, well, that's your opinion. Well, I knew you was going to say that. So let me just give you scripture. That's when I start turning. And uh, I'm going to give you scripture to back it up. These are people that knew the Lord, okay? Uh, in the 13th chapter, and we'll start it at the uh, uh, blessed of the eye. Wait, no, no, we're going to start at something. For valley I say unto them, uh, many false prophets, uh, many prophets and righteous men, uh, righteous men desire to see this day. That ain't what I'm coming on down. Yeah, here you go. And he said, hear thee, therefore the parable. He said, when, when one that hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then come the wicked one and snatch away that word which was, which was sown in his heart. That person truly believed in God in their heart. 
They tried it. They thought about it, but they couldn't catch grip in it. And, and he said, but he that receive it of the seed, and the seed is not money, believers. Don't allow enemy, the enemy to, to change you from the word of God. The seed is the word of God, okay? And, but he that received the seeds on stony place, the same is he that hears the word and among with joy receive it. But yet he has not root in himself, endure for, endure for a while. For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, by and by he get offended. Oh, there's so many believers that they do good, but when they get angry at someone or something, they do with it. And something is wrong with that picture. Something is wrong. Yes, we all in flesh. Don't get me wrong. We all react uh, some kind of way at times. But the, the true peoples of God repents and do their first work over. That's what happened. They do and say, forgive me. I want to go forth, and I got to go forth and obey God. We don't believe that God grows up people out of certain ministry. Amen. We don't believe that. You know why? Because we are content with them being in the ministry. Yes, I can remember the same thing of certain people. I, I can name some people that was with me for over 20 years, but God growed them up out of the ministry and led them in another direction. Okay? Now, uh, and then it says, but he, now here's where I'm coming to, uh, but he that receiveth the seeds of, no, uh, uh, I think I went to that one, 22nd verse, I believe, that's where I'm at. Uh, no, 21st verse. Uh, 22nd verse said, He also that receiveth the seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he become unfruitful. Listen, that person, so many of us receiving the word, looking for things, believers, looking for what we're going to get out of the word. What can I get from the word? Instead of looking at what can I do for the Lord, we're looking at what the word can do for us. It ain't about what I can do for, uh, what the Lord can do for me now that I'm saved, now that I'm sanctified. God, you owe me this. You need to do that. You didn't think about that when you was partying and you was going your separate ways. You didn't even think about those things. It wasn't nothing about this or that. It was about you having fun doing your own thing. Now you want the Lord to be indebted to you. Why? Because I repented of my sins, Lord. Why? Because I'm not real. I'm not whole hopping no more. No. Why? Because I'm not backbiting no more. I'm not doing this. God, you owe me. No, ma'am. No, sir. He rejected because the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. So when you think you done slid away from the devil, then the devil said, look here, I got one more thing I'm going to throw at him. The cares of this life. And the cares of this life eat them up. And we spend more time trying to please others and trying to please this and that instead of trying to please the Lord. Therein lies your problem. Therein. That's why God said, I reject them. I reject them. Why? Because they rejected knowledge. If they had a had knowledge, they wouldn't have did that. Okay? See, and I will also reject thee. And thou shalt have no more preach. We don't have preachers trying to, uh, uh, the majority of the ministers are not trying to lead you to a higher height and a deeper depth in righteousness and lead you to a higher height and a deeper depth in holiness and a higher height and a deeper depth in just standing in faith and believing God in spite of the situation that you are in, in spite of what you're going through. You need to know the what you are seeing. And what you are seeing is not what God wants you to see. When we get away from the preacher and quit looking at the preachers 
and quit looking at what the preacher did and said and whatever and this and that. No, ma'am, no, sir. When we get come away from that, then God can begin to bless us. God can begin to bless us really richness in the riches of God, not in just somebody saying something, but the power and anointing of God knowing your purpose. See, most of us never find our purpose. And when we don't find our purpose, we struggle up and down, up today, down tomorrow, miserable today, happy the next. Oh, we're going through and through. But if you just back up and say, okay, you don't move the pre from see, because uh, thou has forgotten the law. There it is. The preacher preaching against the law, folks. That's why I say my preachers won't do that. My preacher will tell you that the commandments of God is yet true. And I will also forget thy children. Look at the children today, folks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if you look at the children, you'll see that the children is going astray and they following the parents and the parents is going astray and they doing their own thing. And then, as it said in Matthews, because of the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word and they become unfruitful. And when a person become unfruitful, that means they're just going through emotion. That's what they're doing. They're going through emotion. They are not saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that for the Lord. They're more concerned about their own belly. That's what it's about, getting your own belly filled, doing the things that, you, that uh, satisfy you. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that we have said and done. Deal with the heart of those that heard the word, God that it might rain upon their heart, those that are in need of the word that was spoken. We thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, want to hear from you. Uh, you can log up. You can hear the ministry. If you happen to miss one, go on our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Or you can just... Uh, give me a call at 404-293-7557. I want to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1:18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. 
U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 